1: Welcome to the Hearts in Time podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about dating and how to let a guy know that you're interested in him. Because, uh, again, this is one of those questions that comes up quite a lot when I'm talking to clients and when I'm running workshops. Um, you know, a lot of women are very interested in how they go about letting a guy know that you're interested in him without sort of coming across as being overly needed or, or, or desperate. Okay. Um, because this is something that that can scare us, can't it? Because we can perceive that the stakes can be really high and our, our pride's on the line, as well as the fear of rejection and and all this can stop us in our tracks. So what do we need to do? Well, you need to stay positive for a start uh, and be subtle and relaxed. And the easiest thing to do is to make friends with him first, you know, just be sociable and get to know your potential date um, before letting him know that you're interested in in possibly more than just getting to know him. Um, And this is my strategy, you know, for for being truly in your feminine and, and making that relationship really hot and passionate right from the word go. So what my advice is always is to just casually put the onus on him so that it's him that steps into that masculine role and it's him that takes the lead and progresses the relationship. So how do you do that? Well, I suppose an easy example would be to just do something like give him your number and say something like, um, give me a call. It would be wonderful to go for a coffee and spend more time together. As an example, Uh, I I sort of consider this to be like the modern day equivalent of letting him know that you're interested um, by accidentally on purpose dropping your scented handkerchief for him to pick up and act on. You know how they used to do in the old days when you watch the old period dramas. The women used to walk by a guy, sort of flutter her eyelashes at him and and drop her handkerchief on the floor, knowing that, uh, you know, it was a, a subtle way of letting him know that you're interested. And now that if he's interested... He needs the one. He needs to be the one that takes the action and acts upon that. It just lets him know that you're interested, uh, but put also puts the ball firmly in his court for him to decide whether he's going to take action and move things on. And and it's a great way to make him feel that um, uh, pretty secure that you are interested in him. Uh, so he's not going to feel that you're, you're going to reject him if if he then asks you out. So do this with an air of genuinely not having any expectations. Um, so do this not from a place of being very needy or desperate. You know, it's it's all very casual and lighthearted. And just, so just be relaxed. You know, you're not going to die if the guy says no <laughs> or if he doesn't call you. Your, your life won't end. You won't be alone for the rest of your life. There will be plenty more guys who will come along and present themselves for you to do uh, you know, and give that exact same opportunity to who will act upon it. So, um, just take your time, stay casual, uh, make sure you you know you you put him at as much at ease as possible. Because believe it or not, guys, you know are quite fearful of rejection as well. You know that's a big thing. If if they ask a woman out, you know is she, is she going to say no? But if you've subtly let him know that you are interested without being overtly um, besotted. <laughs> towards him, then, you know, that's going to put him at his ease and he's going to feel comfortable in, in uh, progressing that if he's interested. And you'll have a much higher chance of success. So it's all about, you know, exuding that confidence, being caring, being thoughtful, you know, being the person you really, truly are, your your core self, and, and you'll just be fine. So um, having prepared sort of the groundwork, And laid some solid, 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 solid—I should say—foundations in the early episodes of the Hearts Entwined podcast. Um, I'd like to introduce you to the principles behind the Cupid's Bow technique, um, uh, which is something that I uh, called a title of my book, which I'll tell you more about a bit later on. But um, I basically I based the Cupid's bow technique on describing how you can use the power of polarization to go from casual to committed in, in, a, in a relationship. So if you can imagine, um, well, here's a great metaphor. Imagine that um, Cupid represents your man and the speed and strength of his love arrow represents the power and intensity of his commitment, his passion and his deep desire for you. For you. And that your heart is the moving target that Cupid, your man, wants to hit with his love arrow. So now imagine that Cupid's bowstring is not stretched tight. What would happen? The power of the love arrow would be weak and so would his commitment, his passion and deep desire. So anytime you feel that you're not getting the deep love and commitment you want in a relationship, it means that the Cupid's bowstring needs to be stretched. Now, what would happen if your heart, the moving target, in other words, caused Cupid to pull back his love arrow so that his bowstring is really stretched, taut? When his love arrow is re- released, what would happen then? The power of the love arrow would be strong. And so would his commitment, his passion and his deep desire for you. So do you get the, the what I'm saying in that metaphor there? Because that's what the cupid's bow technique is all about. It's about helping him pull back his love arrow to create the pull of polarisation. So that when that arrow is released, it creates that polarisation. It creates that string being really tight. And so you get all his passion, his power and his love and his commitment from the strongest, tightest (laughs) release of that. Does that make sense? And what I'd like women to know is that men are like Cupid's bowstring. Men will alternate between deep intimacy and needing some space and freedom to be autonomous or independent. It's all part of his natural love and connection rhythm. Every woman should know that at these times it's important not to blame yourself or think you've done anything wrong because it's a, it's a common response to try and get close, but all you'll do is cause his Cupid's bowstring to slacken and he'll feel the need to move away even more. These are the periods when a man subconsciously takes responsibility for his own happiness and well-being. It doesn't mean he doesn't love you. So it's important to give him the gift of space, his man time, without freaking out or feeling hurt or resentful. So never concern yourself with how often this happens in your relationship. Cupid has many strings to his bow and more than enough love arrows to last a lifetime. <laughs> so don't begrudge him his space and time out from the relationship because the bow string will be getting stretched tighter whilst he's away. And that can only be a good thing. And the good thing is that there's another love arrow waiting to be stretched, ready to be fired. This is not to be confused with the times when we can cause a man to distance himself and move away. Because quite often there can be a misunderstanding in how to create intimacy, such as when we behave, you know, in in, in low value ways. You know, when I spoke about in previous episodes as, as uh, you know, when we engage in those three A's, for example, being too attainable, too accessible, too accommodating. And we're behaving, you know, from a place of low self-worth and in that victim mindset. Um, So, you know, those are times when we probably do create that distance ourselves through our own behaviours. But even when there isn't any hurt or misunderstanding, it's also important to remember that it is natural for a man who is in love to feel the need to back away emotionally, occasionally. It's ingrained in his DNA, and it's part of his masculine identity to do that. So he'll have the urge now and again to stretch his cupid's bowstring himself before letting go and firing another love arrow of passion and deep desire into your heart. So just be aware that that happens. And it can happen not only in, um, you know, if you've only known each other a short while, but even if you've been together years and decades. So what do you think are the primal secrets that make him fall deeply in love and commit to you? Well, this is a wise woman's um, best kept secret in some respects. Men may never tell you this, but they love it when you drive them mad with desire. So all this is great advice because this is not what we're educated about in schools or via our parents, is it? Men really come alive when they feel crazy with passion for you and yearn for a woman who playfully teases them and stimulates their attention. The most effective way to get a man to fall deeply in love and commit to you is to behave like, you know, that, that high value feminine woman that we spoke about in previous episodes, where you are coming from that position of strength and, and confidence and, and taking responsibility for your own happiness. Men really do love a challenge. That they love to pursue. It's in their masculine DNA. So does being a moving target increase the pull and intensity towards you? Yeah, <laughs> too right it does. For example, many of us have lost, you know, previous lovers who we remember. And one reason why we remember them is because we don't have them anymore in our lives, do we? His heart was a moving target that your Cupid's love ever never quite hit. And that affected how much you thought about him and wanted him, right? It felt powerful being in love. Being in love is a delight when it feels powerful, isn't it? And that's exactly what happens when your heart is a moving target, you stimulate a powerful attraction in the man you want. So is love like a dance? Yeah, I'd say it is a bit. And in a dance, you allow him to take the lead, don't you? And you follow his lead. And whilst you're both keeping step, there is harmony, there's connection, and you stay in rhythm. But conversely, when you're out of step, there is that disharmony and disconnection or a power struggle. And then You both end up on the floor in a tangle of hurt, confusion and misunderstanding. If you really want a man to be mad with desire for you, then you need to get very, very good at being a moving target within the dance of love. And you do that by following the secrets that have been passed on by wise women since the Stone Age. (laughs) So dare to be a moving target. If you're afraid or have a negative mentality when it comes to getting what you want, then maybe the Cupid's bow technique isn't for you. But if you approach love, uh, again, with a, a begrudging or resentful attitude, then again, maybe the Cupid's bow technique is not for you. But if you want to discover the primal truths of what drive our relationships that cause a man to fall deeply in love with you and commit, then this is what I'm talking about. These are valuable tried and trusted tested, should say, secrets that can change your whole relationship status. The Cupid's bow technique is emotive. There are arguments around the perception of whether it's necessary to use this strategy. So here are a couple. <laughs> some women argue, I don't have the inclination to bother how I'm viewed by men. And you know what I say? Most worthwhile results require some effort and focus. And I get some of the women in respond by saying, If I have a great guy, I shouldn't need to use this strategy. And I say, you know what? Strong, confident, high value, masculine men love a challenge. When they fall deeply in love and commit to you, they'll adore you all the more because you're a moving target and you understand his primal need to pursue. And I get some women say, I just don't like the whole idea of using a strategy. And I say, well, what other options are there? Do you want to be, you know, the woman that just has one night stands or quick flings or relationships that are just friends with benefits or stuck in, you know, a long term unfulfilling relationship? Is that what you really want? No, it's not really, is it? Let's be honest with ourselves. So let's get clear on, on making an effort to understand men and, and really getting that they are very different to us because what men really want is not the same as what they say they want and men don't always know what they really want, bless them, unless they meet a woman who blows their mind and shakes up their world. Men want to be our heroes and remember they love a challenge. They want to feel like they've swam shark-infested waters, slain a dragon and climbed mountains to capture their woman's heart. If he didn't have a moving target or some obstacle in his way, You'd been denying him the opportunity to feel chivalrous and proud of himself for all his effort. Men actually love climbing mountains for a woman. There's no greater feeling for a man than capturing the heart of a high value feminine woman who has been a bit tough to win. So I trust you're getting on board with the idea here. He has to feel he's earned the right to be with you. In fact, a man will back away from a woman who falls for them before he feels he deserves it. So if you're actually starting to grasp the concept of what the cupid's bow technique is all around, what I'd like to let you know is I have written a book around this and it's actually called the cupid's bow technique and with the subtitle of from casual to committed using the power of polarization. So if you're interested in reading more in depth about how polarization works and the whole idea of why men love to pursue and chase a woman and how you can give them those opportunities to do so, then I urge you to go online and go to Amazon and order a copy of the Cupid's Bow Technique. It's only 4 99 and I'm sure you'll get loads of great content and insights and further in-depth information that's going to help you create that really loving, passionate, Ooh, a live relationship though. I know that you're really, truly craving. But for now, I'm going to leave it at that. Until next time, always remember, true love starts with opening our hearts. Thank you. Goodbye for now.
0: Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn. Or email Lynn at hearts entwined.com. That's L Y N at hearts entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.